ಓಂ ನಮೋ ಭಗವತೆ ವಾಸುದೇವಾಯ ಭಗವತೆ ವಾಸುದೇವಾಯ ಓಂ ನಮೋ ಭಗವತೆ ವಾಸುದೇವಾಯ ಶ್ರೀಮದ್ ಭಾಗವತಂ ಕೆಂಟ್ರ ಟ್ವೆಲ್ತ್ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ ಇಲೆವೆನ್ ಟೆಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ ನಂಬರ್ ಟ್ವೆಂಟಿ ಫೋರ್ ದ್ವಿಜಾರಿಷಭಸ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮಿ ಸ್ವಯಂ ದೃಕ ಸ್ವಮಹೇಮಪರಿಪೂರ್ಣ ಮಾಯಾಚಯತ ಸೃಜತಿ ಹರತಿ ಪಾತಿ ಆಖ್ಯಾನವೃತ ಇವ ನಿರುಕ್ತ ತತ್ಪರ ಆತ್ಮಲಭ್ಯ ್ರಹ್ಮಿ ಸ್ವಯಂ ದೃಕ್ ಸ್ವಮಹೇಮಪರಿಪೂರ್ಣ ಮಾಯಾಚಯತ ಸೃಜತಿ ಹರತಿ ಪಾಖ್ಯಾನವೃತ ವಿವೃತ ಇವ ನಿರುಕ್ತ ತತ್ಪರ ಆತ್ಮಲಭ್ಯ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮಿ ಸ್ವಯಂ ದೃಕ್ ಸ್ವಮಹೇಮಪರಿಪೂರ್ಣ ಮಾಯಾಚಯತಿ ಹರತಿ ಪಾತಿ ವ್ಯಾಖ್ಯಾನವೃತ್ತ ಇವ ನಿರುಕ್ತ ತತ್ಪರ ಆತ್ಮಲಭ್ಯ 
ದ್ವಿಜ ರಿಷಭ ಒ ಬೆಸ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಬ್ರಾಹ್ಮಣಸ್ ಸಹ ಏಷ ಹಿ ಅಲೋನ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮಯೋನಿ ದಿ ಸೋರ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ವೇದಾಸ್ ಸ್ವಯಂ ದೃಕ್ ಹೂಸ್ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಅಲ್ಯೂಮಿನೇಟಿಂಗ್ ಸ್ವಮಹಿಮಾ ಇನ್ ಹಿಸ್ ಓನ್ ಗ್ಲೋರಿ ಪರಿಪೂರ್ಣ ಪರ್ಫೆಕ್ಟ್ಲಿ ಕಂಪ್ಲೀಟ್ ಮಾಯಾ ಬಾಯ್ ದ ಮಟೀರಿಯಲ್ ಎನರ್ಜಿ ಚ ಆಂಡ್ ಸ್ವಯ ಹಿಸ್ ಓನ್ ಏತತ್ this universe srijati he creates harati he withdraws pati he maintains iti akya conceived of as such <coughs> anavrita uncovered akshaha his transcendental awareness vivritaha materially divided eva as if niruktaha described tatparaihi by those who are devoted to him atma as their very soul labhyah realizable translation o best of the brahmanas he alone is the self luminous original source of the vedas perfect and complete in his own glory <clears throat> by his material energy he creates destroys and maintains this entire universe because he is the performer of various material functions he is sometimes described as materially divided yet he always remains transcendently situated in pure knowledge those were dedicated to him in devotion can realize him to be their true soul this is a very nice verse did you understand all <coughs> i'll read the purport shri la vishwana chakravarti thakur recommends that we become humble by practicing the following meditation Vishwana Chakradi Thakur is talking about meditation. What should we meditate on? The earth, which is always visible to me, is the expansion of the lotus feet of my Lord, who is always to be meditated upon. How we should meditate on the earth? <coughs> 
Vishwanath Chakradi Thakur says, because we can see the earth all the time, we should meditate on the earth with the lotus feet of the Lord because Krishna came here and he moved around on the earth planet. So we can meditate on the lotus feet of the Lord when we see the earth. All moving and non-moving living beings have taken shelter of the earth and are thus sheltered at the lotus feet of my Lord. All the living entities are taking shelter of the earth, so they are also situated at the lotus feet of the Lord. For this reason, I should respect every living being and not envy envy anyone. In fact, all living entities constitute the Kaustuba jam on my Lord's chest. Why I should not envy any living entity? Why I should not hate anybody? And why I should respect everyone? That is explained here by Vishwanath Chakruti Thakur. Because all the living entities are also situated on as the Kaustuba gem on the Lord Krishna's chest. Therefore, I should never envy or de- deride any living entity. By practicing this meditation, one can achieve success in life. So here is the success formula <coughs> given by Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur from this verse, Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 12, Chapter 11, Text Number 24. Now we will also read to us Text Number 25 and 26 because there is further explanation in connection to this subject matter that we are studying. Text 25. Shri Krishna Krishna Sakha Vrishni Shabhava Nidriga Rajanya Vamsa Dahana Napavarga Virya Govinda Gopavanita Vraja Vritya Gita Tirtha Shrava Shravana Mangala Pahi Vrityan Shri Krishna Krishna Sakha, Vrishni Rishabha, Vanidrig. <clears throat> Translation, O Krishna, O friend of Arjuna, O chief among the descendants of Vrishni, you are the destroyer of those political parties that are disturbing the elements on this earth. Your prowess never deteriorates. You are the proprietor of the transcendental abode and your most sacred glories, which are sung by Vrindavan's covered men and women and their servants bestow all auspiciousness just by being heard. O Lord, please protect your devotees. This is also a very nice verse. So, I'll read the next one. Text number 26. Ya idam 
ಪಲ್ಯ ಉತ್ಥಾಯ ಮಹಾಪುರುಷಲಕ್ಷಣ ಸಚ್ಚಿತ್ತ್ರಹ್ಮವೇದ ಗುಹಾಶಯ ಟ್ರಾನ್ಸ್ಲೇಷನ್ ಎನಿ ಒನ್ ಹೂ ರೈಸಸ್ ಅರ್ಲಿ ಇನ್ ಮಾರ್ನಿಂಗ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ವಿತ್ ಅ ಪ್ಯೂರಿಫೈಡ್ ಮೈಂಡ್ ಫಿಕ್ಸ್ಡ್ ಅಪಾನ್ ದ ಮಹಾಪುರುಷ quietly chants this description of his characteristics will realize him as the supreme absolute truth residing within the heart that is the end of text number 26 anyone who rises early and chants these sacred mantras from uh shrimad bhagavatam these verses what happens to him he realizes the supreme absolute truth in your own heart you realize the supreme absolute truth so that is the text number 26 so we did 24 25 and 26 3 verses that are connected to this nice topic so now we can discuss it all and i would like to have your expert opinion or your expert inquiries postulations meditations etc so we will start here om agyana timirandasya gyananjana shalakaya chakshurun militam yanatasmai shri gurave namaha shri chaitanya manobishtam ಸ್ಥಾಪಿತೂತಲೆ ಸ್ವಯಂ ರೂಪಕದಾಮ ದಾತಿ ಸ್ವ ಅದಾಂತಕ ಸೋ ವಟ್ ಇಸ್ ದಾಪಿಕ್ ದಟ್ ವಿ ಆರ್ ಡಿಸ್ಕಸಿಂಗ್ ಟುಡೇ ಫ್ರಮ್ ಟ್ವೆಲ್ತ್ ಕ್ಯಾಂಟು ಇಲೆವೆಂತ್ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ ದ ಟಾಪಿಕ್ ಆಫ್ ಯೂನಿವರ್ಸಲ್ ಫಾರ್ಮ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ವಿರಾಟ್ ಪುರುಷ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ we are coming to the end part of the description of the universal form that's described here in the 12th canto and where else is also lord krishna is showing his universal form bhagavad gita 11th chapter yes after he describes how he is the original how he is the supreme absolute truth original supreme personality and he is the origin of everybody and his maintainer of everybody etc in the 10th chapter then finally gives the proof in the 11th chapter so that that is when he also showed his universal form krishna is showing that look i am not only saying that i am god but i can also show you how i am god and how everybody is inside me how everybody is coming from me how i am taking care of everyone so arjuna what do you want to do now what are you going to do after seeing this form so then arjuna he is making his prayers etc in the 11th chapter <clears throat> so uh, that is the subject matter under discussion and this is the also the conclusion Twelfth Canto is the conclusion of Srimad Bhagavatam. That means if you are listening to this description, that means you have studied Canto 1 to 9. 
If you have studied carefully one to nine, then you are already self-realized soul. That is the result of studying Canto one to nine. When you study the Canto one of Srimad Bhagavatam, you are actually worshipping the lotus feet of the Lord. Canto one and two. They are the lotus. So, <clears throat> after worshipping the lotus feet of the Lord, you proceed further gradually. And by the time you come to Canto nine, Already you are a great saintly personality, self-realized soul. And then you enter into the Canto 10. So we have already studied Canto 10. So when you study Canto 10, you get complete because Krishna says, Tattvata, Yomam Janati Tattvata. Actually, everything about me, you have to know about me, everything. Otherwise, how are you going to love me? You want to love me, I know. But if you don't study Canto 10 carefully, how are you going to develop love for me? It's not practical. So, we already studied Canto 10. So, by studying Canto 10, we know all the minute details about Krishna, his personal attributes, his personal nature, his liking, his disliking. Everything, lot of things. Canto 10 is full of his personal attributes, transcendental qualities, and everything about him and his associates, his devotees, etc. Very confidential information is there. A uh, lot of his glories are described. And a lot of secrets are described in every... Chapter of 10th Canto. So that is half of the Srimad Bhagavatam right there. 10th Canto. Then you become, after studying 10th Canto, you become lover of God. You, first you were self-realized. Now you become God-realized. Then comes Canto 11. So we have studied Canto 11 also. So what is the subject matter of Canto 11? That... Uh, there is dialogue between Lord Krishna and Uddhava. Uddhava is saying, My dear Lord, I cannot live, I cannot imagine living without you. You are preparing to go back to Godhead and you are telling me to stay here behind on the earth planet. I don't like that idea. So Krishna says, No, you have to stay. I have a special mission for you. You have to do that. So then Lord Krishna is teaching Uddhava in Uddhava Gita in 11th Canto that how he will not feel the absence. How you can see Krishna, how you can feel his presence everywhere. That secret Krishna is releasing in 11th Canto. That's a major subject matter. There are other subjects also discussed. But this is the one that's the main one. That how to see Krishna everywhere and not feel his absence. That is taught by Krishna himself to his dear most devotee, Uddhava. And he is given the mission. <clears throat> and then the twelfth canto. And the twelfth canto, what is the subject matter of twelfth canto? Is the Kali Yuga. The age of quarrel and hypocrisy. Welcome to the age of quarrel. So, things are quite complicated 
And here we studied the verse where text number 24 says that Supreme Personality of Godhead Krishna, He comes. Yada yadai dharmasya glanir bhakti bhartam. Abhyuttanama dharmasya atmanam srijamiham. Just like in Bhagavad Gita, Krishna says. That whenever there is prominence of irreligion, then Krishna, He sends one of His incarnations. Why? To annihilate the miscreants and to protect the devotees. Right? So, that is uh, his purpose. Uh, yuga Yuga. In every Yuga, he comes as Yuga Avatar. Krishna is sending one of his uh, Vishnu incarnations. But this time he came himself, 5000 years ago. He did not send the Vishnu incarnation, but he came himself. So, that's a special privilege we got. For this Kali Yuga, and then he again he came as Lord Chaitanya. So it's a double benediction, it's multiplied. So, uh, in the twelfth canto, the problems of Kali Yuga are described, as well as the solution is also described, because specifically in this chapter 11, Shaunaka, these sages are asking, that uh, it's the horrible time uh, is starting, is already started. Lord Krishna has departed from this planet. And Sutta Goswami, they are asking the question to Sutta Goswami, Chaunakadi. So, how we can solve the problems that we ourselves we face and all the people in general face? Specifically, our question is how we can see Lord Krishna everywhere. Because if we can see Him, if we feel His presence, if, uh, then uh, our problem, we can never run into any problem. As soon as you remember Krishna, what happens? It's described that your life is filled with all auspiciousness. Mangalam. That's a... Uh, word that is used. Shravana Mangalam Pahi Brityan. Tirtha Shrava Shravana Mangala. So, if you want to make your life very auspicious without any problems, no trouble whatsoever, no suffering, what do you have to do? Remember Krishna all the time. And in order to come to that stage of remembering Krishna, you have to be able to see Krishna Everywhere feel his presence, everywhere. So these secrets are being described here in this chapter. In these particular verses that we are studying, the universal form of the Lord is described. How Lord Krishna can be felt and experienced, his presence can be experienced everywhere and in the universal form. Uh, that is being described here. Otherwise, people in general, what do you see the, in Kali Yuga people? What are the qualities you see in Kali Yuga people? They are affected by Rajogun and Tamogun. 
mode of passion and ignorance. So that is animal life. In the jungle, if you go, the bigger animal is eating the smaller animals. It's a law of jungle. So when human beings are also doing the same thing, killing the animals and eating them, then that means they are also under the influence of Rajogun Tamogun, more of ignorance and passion. So if you want to come out of Rajogun Tamogun, because in this more of passion and ignorance, there is a lot of suffering. The spirit soul, he suffers a lot. He's undergoing mental stress, disease, problems for coming from everywhere. This is the quality the Rajogun brings. And uh, 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 then the hate and envy and everything, anger, lust, anger, grief, these are coming from Tamogun, also from the mode of ignorance. So, it's a very hellish kind of life when the person is captured by these two lower qualities. So how, so for in order to make progress in life, one must quickly come to more of goodness, sattva gun. <clears throat> and from sattva gun, you become a good person, happy person, peaceful person. And from Sattva Gun, you can now go to the Shuddha Sattva, the transcendental atmosphere or spiritual atmosphere. You can enter into the spiritual life from Sattva Gun. So that is the process described in the first canto of Srimad Bhagavatam. How step by step you can elevate yourself and Finally, you come to the situation, position, where you are ready to hear from Krishna in Bhagavad Gita. When you are in Sattva Gun, you can actually, what Krishna is speaking, it can enter in your brain. If you are in Tamogun or Rajogun, Krishna can talk as much as he wants. You will never be able to capture anything. Why? Because you are sleeping. So, you have to... Uh, come out of the Tamagun and Rajogun to qualify and to understand what Krishna is saying in Bhagavad Gita. Specifically, how he is running the whole show. Because you want to, what is your purpose? Your purpose is to see Krishna everywhere. How are you going to achieve this purpose that you can see Krishna everywhere? So Krishna says in 7th chapter, of Bhagavad Gita, text number one. Maya sakta manapartha yogam yunjan madashraya. Asamagram asamshayam samagram mamyata gyasasi tatshrinu. Asamshayam means doubtless. Without doubt, if you want to know everything about me, samagram. Everything means everything. Spiritual world, material world, creation, maintenance, annihilation in the material world. All Krishna's own personality, his Vishnu incarnations, his energies, the living entities, the liberated souls, the captured, 
conditioned souls, everything, how Krishna is running the whole thing. That is what Krishna is talking about in the 7th chapter, text number 1. Asamshayam samagram maam yathagyasya sitat shrinu. Hear. Shrinu means hear me, listen to me. Very carefully. With full attention. Tat shrinu. So, when we hear Krishna now in the 7th chapter, then what is he describing? He says, 7th verse, 7th chapter, Matta partaram nanyat kinchidasti dhananjaya. That there is nothing above me, asam urdva. Means there is nobody equal to Krishna, nobody above him. He is the supreme, he is the original supreme personality. He is the supreme God. God of all gods, Mahamaheshwar. <coughs> he is the uh, Swami, he is the owner and proprietor of everybody and everything. He is the maintainer of everything. Matapartaram nanyad mai sarvamidam protam sutre manigana iva and all the planetary systems, all the universes, everything. Just like, you know, the necklace. If there is a necklace of diamonds and rubies, most expensive diamonds and rubies. What is this necklace uh, the, of diamonds and rubies? What is holding all these diamonds and rubies? The thread is holding so that is what Krishna is saying. Sutra Mani Gana Iva. All these precious gems in the form of the universes and planetary systems are held by me. So I am like the thread that is holding everybody and holding everything. Everybody is depending on me, everybody is supported by me. Basically, that's what he's saying in this verse. So that is the first principle foundational principle to understand and then from the text number 8 onwards is describing how you can see me in everything. The Soham of Sukhauntaya, when you see water, when you drink water, he says, I am the taste of water, you can remember me. As taste of water, any juice, water, milk, anything, any liquid you drink, you can remember Krishna that the taste that is Krishna. It's coming from Krishna. The light of the sun, when you see the sun or the sunlight, you understand uh, who is the origin, where the sun is coming from? Krishna. Who has manufactured the sun and the moon, the light of sun and moon? Krishna says, me, I have. When you see the sun, you can remember me. Vedyam Pavitram Omkara Pranava Sarva Vedeshu Omkara The transcendental sound Om Where is coming from? Krishna says I am the transcendental sound vibration. What is the other transcendental sound vibration that we practice? Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Ram Hare Ram 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 Hare Hare so, also the transcendental sound Hare Krishna is coming from the spiritual world. 
Similarly, he says, Omkara is also you can remember me uh, when you hear Omkara. Rasoham apsukaunteya. Rasa. Also, that uh, vegetables, the fruits, everything tastes very nice. So that taste is also Krishna's is coming from me. Uh, sound in the ether. I'm also the sound in the ether, he says. I'm also the Paurusham, the strength of the mightiest of the mighty. If you've seen, who is the biggest wrestler in the world right now? There used to be, a long time back, there used to be an Indian wrestler champion. But uh, I think now it may be uh, an American or a Russian. The, who is that? Who? Donald Trump? He's a wrestler, <laughs> he's a politician, he's a president. So his strength and his power and his intelligence, Donald Trump, that's also coming from Krishna. When you see Donald Trump or see his picture or anything, then you can remember Krishna. Anybody powerful uh, or having any ability, Krishna says, I am the ability and the man. So uh, then he says, fragrance of the earth. I'm the fragrance of the earth. So, all the flowers, where they get their fragrance? You know, the perfumes, the natural perfumes. They are, uh, they are the essences of the different flowers, right? So, that fragrance is coming from the earth. And that fragrance, Krishna says, coming from me. Then, the fire has heat. So, he says, I'm also the heat in the fire. I'm the life of all the living entities. Chetanas Chetananam, Nityo Nityanam, Chetanas Chetananam, Eko Bahunam Yo Vidadati Kaman. That I am the consciousness of all the living entities. He is the origin, original consciousness. Krishna is the original consciousness and our consciousness is coming, also coming from Him because we are part and parcel of Him. We are spirit soul and He is the supreme, supreme spirit. So he says, the consciousness is coming from me. Tapasvi, all the ascetics, their uh, penance, all the penances of the ascetics. He says, I am the penance of the ascetics. I am the seed giving father of all mankind and all the living entities. Krishna is the seed giving father. Buddhi buddhi matam, I am the intelligence of the most intelligent people. Talk about any philosophers, any intellectuals, any doctors, lawyers, scientists, astrophysicists, anybody, you name it. All their intelligence, who is the source of their intelligence? Krishna says, I am the source. I am the prowess of the powerful. And I am the strength of the strongest people in the world. And... I am the generating power of everyone. And the three modes of material nature and the Maya Prakriti, which is my inferior energy, that is also coming from me. So, basically Krishna says, whatever you see in this world, it's all coming from me. <clears throat> That's the seventh chapter. And then more he's describing his vibhutis in the tenth chapter also. But uh, that's uh, uh, that's uh, 
more detail more detailed topic so we just understand here because we are studying the universal form so these are the relevant things in the uni- because in universal form we see everything all the mountains and the sky and the planetary systems and uh, all the demigods and all the great personalities everybody is there in his universal form so when we see anything or we see a river or a mountain or an ocean or any beautiful thing immediately we can remember krishna because he is the source if we see a nice painting then we can think about the painter that who has made this painting similarly this material world is made by krishna he is the painter of the material world so anything we, we can train our vision how we can train our vision that krishna is teaching in bhagavad gita and bhagavatam if we want to learn then he says daivi esha gunamai mama maya duratya that without this vision you will be trapped in my maya and it is gunamai it will throw you in the more passion and ignorance and you will go through suffering life after life so much suffering that you will forget yourself who am i i don't know where i came from i have no idea who is krishna i don't know who and nothing i know at all so that is called the uh, gunamai maya the material energy will capture you and punish you like anything daiviyesha gunamai and nobody can cross over this my material energy if you surrender to me if you become my servant if you become my devotee and practice bhakti yoga every day then only you can surpass this vast ocean of suffering the material energy that is 714 then in 725 he says naham prakash sarvasya yoga maya samavrita Muroyam nabhi janati mame bhya paramavya. Naham prakash. Nobody understands me. Nobody knows me. I know everyone but nobody knows me. Why? Because they are muda. They are in ignorance. Muda, muda means they have lost their intelligence. Muroyam nabhi janati. They have totally forgotten everything. They have forgotten that their spirit soul is they have forgotten me that i am their master and they are suffering muroyam nabi janati that how i am the inexhaustible original supreme personality they they have totally forgotten all these things that's why they are suffering muroyam nabi janati then is this who can know me who will be able to know me in 728 is as yesham tvanta gatam papam जनानाम पुण्य कर्मनाम ते द्वंद्व मोह निर्मुक्ता भजन्ते माम दिडब्रता दैट दोस हुज अंतगता पापम दोस पाप और सिनफुल रिएक्शंस आर एंडेड पुण्य कर्मनाम दे हैव परफॉर्म सम सो वंडरफुल पायस एक्टिविटीज व्हाट आर दिस पायस एक्टिविटीज डिवोशनल एक्टिविटीज सर्विंग द बॉडी सर्विंग भागवतम सर्विंग भगवत गीता सर्विंग द डीटीज those people who are punya karmanam 
they become dwandva moha nirmukta they are out of delusion they are out of the trouble and the bhajante mam dhirvata and with focused attention with single mindedness they are worshiping me all the time that is his certificate he gives to the devotees then in 10th chapter 41 verse krishna further says yad yad vibhuti vatsatvam All that you see, opulent things, beautiful things, anything wonderful you see in this world, all these planets and everything, gorgeous, great things, where is it? I am the origin, he says, it is only a spark of my splendor. Small little thing uh, by my splendor. power by my strength uh, by my appulence i create the whole material world it's just a small part of my appulences so ekanchena sthito jagat i am maintaining this whole material world by my mahavishnu incarnation i become mahavishnu i take one form and lie down in the causal ocean and i take care of all these universes everybody ekanchana sthito jagat so verse after verse krishna is stating how we can see him everywhere and in everything so for the devotee it becomes very easy the one time there was an old man he was on the sidewalk trying to go to sleep in the middle of the night midnight time one rich man was passing by he saw this old man in the winter time very cold freezing atmosphere so he went to the old man he said aren't you feeling cold you have nothing so the old man said yeah i'm feeling cold but i have gotten used to it this is my life so the rich man said no 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 wait i will bring you some warm clothings and i'll bring you a warm blanket so he went his home but when he went his home he met his wife and they started talking and uh, then he totally forgot and he went he was tired he went to sleep then in the morning he woke up and he remembered oh the old man so he just picked up some cloth and some warm clothing and went back to the old man on the sidewalk and the old man was dead because of the cold weather and there was a note sitting by his side that my dear sir previously i was depending on myself but now i depended on you and i lost all my strength and i am dying that was his dying statement so the point is that you cannot depend on anyone in this world if you don't want to die or if you don't want to get in trouble don't depend on anyone but by nature we are dependent we are not swarat we are living entities part and parcel so we have to learn to depend only on one person krishna because when we depend on krishna we are depending 
we are spirit soul and Krishna is the supreme spirit. So, we are depending on ourself. Because Krishna is our extended self. Krishna includes us. So, when we depend on Krishna, we are depending on ourselves. So, therefore, instead of depending on any outside circumstances or anybody outside, we have to learn how to depend on Krishna. And devotee, he is expert in depending on Krishna because he learns this technique from Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And then the other qualities that are described here, wonderful qualities that are also described here in these verses, the quality of humility, how to cultivate humility, we learn from Chaitanya, uh, from Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Srinadapi Sunichana. How to become tolerant, Tarurapi Sahishnuna. Amanena, not to expect any respect, respect all really living entities, Manadena. Kirtaniya Sadari and always chant Hare Krishna. So, Lord Jitra Mahaprabhu is already giving the best formula that we learn from Him. We learn from Prabhupada how to chant Hare Krishna, how to study Bhagavad Gita, Bhagavatam, and how to see Krishna everywhere. In order to see Krishna everywhere, we have to first pay our obeisances to the spiritual master. We have to respect and worship the devotees, worship the deities, worship Srimad Bhagavatam, that's the starting point. And then learn how to respect all the living entities. So this is the description in these verses. The success formula is given right here in these three verses that we are learning today. By studying Krishna's unlimited spiritual transcendental qualities, also we can learn how we can see Krishna and how we can depend on Krishna because Krishna has unlimited. This universal form itself is the showing Krishna's greatness. How great is Krishna? Then when he lifts Govardhan hill, how great is Krishna? As a seven-year-old boy, he lifted the hill, mountain, Govardhan hill. Uh, so, and with his left hand, pinky, he lifted the hill for seven days and seven nights. And it wasn't even any kind of stress or trouble for him lifting the hill for seven days. He was enjoying at the same time with his devotees while he was lifting. And the elderly coward man, they were thinking, oh, this little boy, he, we have to support him. So they were helping him with their sticks. They were trying to lift the mountain with their sticks. But Krishna, being the supreme he doesn't feel any trouble or stress in doing any kind of great work, including lifting the Govardhan. Or even as Shesh Ananta says, all the universes are on his head and he doesn't feel any weight of all the universes. There are so many descriptions of Krishna's strength and greatness. We can understand by studying these things. Then Krishna's beauty, we can study how beautiful he is. Kandar Pakoti Kamaniya Visheshobam. How much beautiful is Krishna? Because in this world, material world, Kandarpa Kamadev is the most beautiful person. Very attractive personality, very beautiful. But you multiply Kamadev, his beauty, millions and millions of times, still doesn't come close to Krishna's beauty. He's so beautiful. 
If you see Krishna one time, you are sold out. Finished. You will not want to be get. You will not be able to get attracted to anybody else, even Lord Brahma, Shiva, anybody, nobody. He is so beautiful. So like that, Krishna has, and his kindness is the most amazing thing. How much kind he is, how much friendly he is. <clears throat> there are so many pastimes about his kindness. Specifically, one verse of Srimad Bhagavatam, Aho Bhakiyam Stanakalkut. How Bhutana, the witch, came to kill him, but Krishna, he said, never mind, she wants to kill me by giving me poison. But she came dressed as my mother, so I'm going to give her the position of my mother. How much kind he is. So that's one example. And how friendly Krishna is that we see many, many different uh, pastimes are there, unlimited. But uh, specifically in Dwarka, we can remember Sudama Brahman, his childhood friend. How he came and how he took care of his friend. How he maintains his friendship. So Krishna says, I am Suridam, I am your most intimate friend. Why don't you trust me? Why you trust other people? You just have to trust me and I am already your friend. You just develop your friendship to me. So this is Krishna's promise. This is in Bhagavad Gita. And here we study his greatness in his universal form. So I will stop here. If you have any questions or comments, please throw some light and your realizations, uh, your questions, commentaries, etc. Vishwanath Chakravati Thakur has given his commentary about uh, Krishna's chest and the devotees, the relationship, and how we should worship the devotees, how we should uh, respect the devotees, how we should meditate on Krishna, uh, and how we can see him everywhere. So, Vishwanath Chakravita could be studied there. So, if you have any questions or comments, please. Uh, anybody wants to say something? Yes, Prabhu. Hare Krishna. See, for us, you are right, for us, the Prabhupada has made it very easy for us to come to temple and have darshan of the deities directly. We don't even have to try to see Krishna when we see the tree. Because in those days, uh, uh, probably there were there was no Iskand temple, first of all. And when Krishna was speaking to Uddhava, he said, you can see, how you can see me everywhere. So, instead of telling, Krishna didn't tell Uddhava, go to my temple and see my deity form. But he said, this is how when you are going to Himalaya mountain, or Badrikashram on the way, you will be able to see me always, you will be able to remember me. And he gives different examples and different narrations and stories, how previously people were able to see me everywhere. So uh, Krishna is giving practical, uh, according to the time, place and circumstances, in, uh, he is giving the instruction. And Shaunakadi, they are asking the question, although they are not uh, uh, getting the answer that you go to the temple and see the deity form of the Lord. But here, in particularly in this Bhagavatam Canto, uh, they are uh, advised to see Krishna in the creation. So, 
Uh, that is what the discussion is. But for us, it's made much more easier for by Prabhupada. We can go to any Iskand temple anywhere in the world, specifically here in Dallas. It's very, very wonderful spiritual atmosphere as soon as you come inside temple room. You are in front of the Lord. You think that you're taking darshan of Krishna. But actually, Krishna is looking at you. And He is blessing you. We can only, we have very limited vision and we can see Krishna. Yes, very nice. But you get the real blessings because Krishna is looking at you. Because He loves you so much more than you love Him. We are trying to develop our love for Krishna, but Krishna already loves us so much. So, uh, Krishna blesses us when we come to the, specifically, especially if you are dressed up in the dhoti kurta, have a tilak and everything, and he becomes very happy to see you immediately. Even without, you know, any, anything you come, he still welcomes you, he's still very happy. Because it's like a <clears throat> lost son and father when they meet, who, who becomes more joyful, the son or the father? I think, I would think the father becomes very more joyful because he had lost the son and the son came back. So when you enter the temple, Krishna becomes very happy. Alright? Anything else? <laughs> worship anybody or worship uh, the demigods, etc. Well, Krishna has explained all kinds of people are there in the material world. He has explained that in the in Bhagavad Gita in various places. What kind of people worship me? What kind of people come to me? Four kinds of pious people come to me. Four kinds of bad people don't come to me. He gives all the details. So there, you you going to see all kinds of people in this world and they are in the different uh, level of modes of material nature. Somebody has gross material modes, then he's acting like a jungle animal. He wants to kill uh, the poor innocent animals and eat them or, you know, do nefarious things, bad stuff, cheating or stealing or whatever. So that. That uh, that means the person is captured by lower lower modes of nature, and it's very difficult for him to come out of it. Uh, and uh, uh, when the person is in goodness, then uh, by the contact of the devotee, by the contact of the books and the devotees, we are able to bring people to the temple, and then gradually, gradually, they also by uh, Krishna's directly blessing them, Prabhupada blessing them, uh, uh, everybody becomes gradually devotee, better and better devotee, by practicing Bhakti Yoga. But uh, outside people, it's very difficult for them. Yeah, in the beginning, it's it's very boring, or a, a person can even, you know, if he's in a very low, a lower quality mode, he's captured, he can even become enemical or envious or something. He can show gross uh, stuff. Uh, so that can happen also. It all depends on the the person is the soul is sleeping, is <coughs> not wakeful. 
So it's a very gradually waking up the uh, person. It's like waking up a little child. The child may cry in the beginning when, you know, the child wakes up uh, or complain or something. What do you call Groggy? Yeah, the, you know, children do that. So, so people when they come to the temple in the beginning, it, they can be like confused, confused state of mind. And they will not be able to realize their, uh, the, uh, their, they will not be able to take full advantage. So, that's why they have to be, everybody has to be trained up in bhakti yoga to fully realize his capacity, to realize uh, 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 his inner qualities, to uh, uh, come out of the modes and become a self-realized soul. It requires some training. Prabhu also has. Yes, 73 uh, of Los Angeles. Yes, Prabhu. Hare Krishna Mahamantra chanting with Prabhupada was the most beautiful thing. Yes. See, this is the secret Prabhupada is giving, Prabhu is mother, Prabhu is sharing with us, that even if Prabhupada said, even if you don't feel like chanting, what you should do is in the temple you go in front of the deity of Radharani, Radha Krishna. Radharani, you pray to Radharani, that my dear Radharani, I am your eternal servant, but... Uh, you, I have problem. I am running into this. Please help me uh, to chant at least one more round nicely. Chanting Hare Krishna. Because, see, Radharani is the one who is going to bless you the most. And when Krishna is standing with Radharani, he also has this soft, loving nature. Instead of the mischievous nature he has when he's alone. When he's alone, he wants to play mischief. But when he is with Radharani, he is like a sober and nice gentleman person. So, uh, so when you pray to Radharani, uh, as per the instructions of Srila Prabhupada, then you, you are all your these lower qualities you can come out of. Because we get the infection or influence of the material modes from other people, from the outside world. Whatever you have seen on the TV or whatever food you may have eaten, or whatever people that you have interacted with and taken interest in, whatever things you may have done in the outside world, may have some impression in your mind, and that brings you down, and you're feeling like not chanting, or not performing service, or feeling boring, or whatever. But as soon as you pray to Radharani according to the instruction of Prabhupada, all these lower qualities melt away, they go away, and you, are, you again become a spiritual personality. Very good. Thank you very much. That's the very best advice. Alright? Srimad Bhagavatam ki? Srila Prabhupada ki? Yeah.